0: is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Brandon House in for Mike Lindell, who is on about a, I don't know, three or four state swing. I think it's actually more than that when I counted it up the other day but uh, we'll go with three or four state swing. So uh, I am here holding down the show at the anchor desk here in the Mid-South where we are headquartered. And joining me tonight is gonna be Sharona Bishop, America's mom.net, and we'll also be joined by Tina Peters who has announced the Mesa County Clerk that she's running for Secretary of State of Colorado. Then we'll be joined a little bit later by Leo Holman and then State Representative Tim Ramtham who, as you know, announced this past Saturday that he's running for the governorship of Wisconsin. So we got a full show here tonight on the Lindell Report as we are live at 6.01 p.m. Central Time on February 16th. Joining me now is Sharona Bishop. Sharona, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Sharona.
1: Hi, I'm so sorry. We were trying to do something. I I apologize. Am I good? Are we good
0: to go? You're good. Absolutely, you're good to go. And then Tina, are you with us as well, Tina? Do we got Tina, Logan?
2: Here.
0: Hey, Tina, how are you tonight? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? Good, thank you. All right. Um, Are right. You, you're on Skype, right, Sharona? I am. Yeah,
1: I am on Skype. We were trying to make sure everything looks pretty.
0: Okay, because yeah. right, right now I'm not seeing anybody. Oh, he needs you to flip your phone around, he said.
1: You got it. There you go. Yes. Because
0: right now okay. they're, all they're seeing is me, which... They much right. rather look at you. Wonderful. Yes. Um, all right. We'll get started. Logan. Well, will f- Logan will figure out. There we go. There you are. All right. So let's start before we go to Tina Sharona. Let's start with you. Mm-hmm. I want you to kind of introduce uh, her because uh, you know the, le- the Bible says, "Let another praise your lips." And I know Tina uh, is not mm-hmm. going to want to sit here and talk about her her uh, accomplishments, but I know that you are an able spokesperson for her. For those who maybe don't know or those who need a refresher, mm-hmm. tell us about Tina Peters, what she's been through, what she stands for. Uh, before we talk to her, as she has announced, she's running for Secretary of State.
1: Absolutely. What a pleasure and honor to thank you so much. And I think from the beginning when we decided that there needed to be an investigation in local elections
0: in and- Mexico, Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're you're breaking. You're breaking up so bad. I'll tell you what. We're going to call you by phone, too. Let's let's uh, or or. uh, Yeah, we're going to tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll run a spot, get the connections all worked out. We'll just have them both join us by phone tonight. Not a big deal. Uh, Jill, if you want to make us a phone graphic for Sharona, that'd be awesome. We'll just have you both join us by phone. We'll take a quick break. Recoup. Thanks for your patience, folks. By the way, don't forget. Uh, This broadcast, this network is funded by you. Look at how much we have accomplished since we launched this network April 19th. And I say we, I mean you. We've done this together and we are rapidly growing. We know that uh, Emerald Robinson will be joining us soon as a broadcaster here in the morning with their own show. Uh, We will be going, by the way, to CPAC, the Conservative Political Action uh, Conference or committee, whatever the C stands for. Uh, We'll be going to that next week in orlando we'll be taking our entire uh broadcast team and we will have the news desk there literally we have our portable news desk there it's going to be a nice booth a beautiful booth and i'll be broadcasting there and mike lindell will be joining us a lot along with a lot of very special guests starting next thursday morning a week from this thursday all day thursday all day friday all day saturday and pretty much all day Sunday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four days, we'll be broadcasting from Orlando, Florida, and we are going to have some incredible guests on set with us in person live. Now, I have to tell you folks, the broadcast booth alone on Media Row (laughs) is pretty spendy to get the spot. Uh, You gotta rent those booths, but uh, CPAC has to rent the hotel and everything is quite expensive. I know this because I've put together conferences with my Worldview Weekends, Uh, over 300 of them I've organized. So I know what those hotels cost, the hotel ballrooms. So of course they have to pass on their cost to the vendors. And those media booths on Media Row are not cheap. Then we have the bandwidth, the travel, bringing our crew with us. The point I'm making is here's another example of us going somewhere, doing a special broadcast, and we're gonna be bringing to you some major conservative leaders in America in person. They'll be there with us at the news desk. It's going to be an exciting four days uh, to have those kind of folks with us. And of course, Mike will be in the broadcast booth quite a bit. So again, uh, if you appreciate us going to CPAC, going to the kind of things like the Trump rally a few weeks ago, all the things we've been doing, we have to have funding to pay for all that. I've been working on some of the administrative stuff with that all day today. And I'm telling you, it's not cheap to bring the whole crew and the uh, equipment and the news desk and all the costs that go with moving a whole studio to Orlando, Florida. But we're gonna do it because we had a great response when we were at CPAC July in Dallas. So we're off to CPAC Orlando next, a week from this Thursday, Thursday morning, we start broadcasting all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So support what we're doing, won't you? Use the promo code L77, support us, save up to 77% excuse me, up to 66% when you use L77 and you're helping not only fund us getting great products. And when you do, again, fund us, you help keep this network going and allow us to uh, broadcast, well, events like CPAC, where we're going to bring you cutting edge interviews with people that are trying to save our republic. All right. I don't think we need to take a break because we just, we got, we got everything worked out during that uh, little announcement there. So joining me again is Sharona with America's Mom. Uh, it's americasmom.net, right, Sharona?
1: That's correct. I'm so sorry for the hold tonight, but
0: Holy cow, well, what is going on again. with What's going on with your cell service okay. in the state of Colorado?
1: I don't know, I'm in America and I'm so um, We're we're losing for...
0: we're Sharona, we're using, we're losing about every other word still from you. <laughs> Somebody doesn't want this interview. Someone well, doesn't listen. want this interview going forth. Let me go ahead and go to Tina while we figure out what's going on with Sharona. Let's keep our fingers crossed, folks. This is live television. Tina, uh, I'm hoping we're going to have hey. a better connection with you. How are you tonight, Tina?
3: I'm great. I'm great. And uh, and I really appreciate Sharona and uh, all the support that I'm getting from everyone. Um, you know, Colorado, under Secretary of State Jenna Griswold's guidance, has gone to extreme measures to silence not only me but others. So I'm not surprised that she's having trouble there getting through here because, uh, you know, we've had we've uh, we're exposing the damage done to the public's perception of election integrity.
0: And Absolutely. so um,
3: we're on the front lines for sure.
0: Now, Tina, when did you make your formal announcement that you are running for secretary of state of Colorado?
3: Monday morning.
0: Monday morning. Where did you make that?
3: I was uh, I made it on uh, on Bannon. Steve, Steve? Bannon.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what has been the response since you announced?
3: Oh my goodness, it's overwhelming. People are so excited. Uh, we are. We've been inundated, and actually, it was uh, uh, right now. Uh, we just were able, as of five minutes ago, we are live, and you can go to uh, to the website tina peters for and uh, donate because uh, this truth is not gonna, going going. Uh, to matter if we don't get this campaign funded and funded quickly. So um, the the response and the love and the prayers and the support have been just absolutely uh, uh, absolutely off the charts. We're so grateful.
0: Tina Peters for Colorado dot com. That's right. Okay, so Tina, what has um... You're, you're, you're going to be running against Jenna Griswold. How many times has she been elected? Is she in her first or second term or what? How many? This,
3: yeah, this is her first term.
0: This is her first term. And it is documented she's backed by George Soros. Is that a fact? That's, that's the fact that, that folks are telling me, yes. And um, so will you actually at any point, say, have a debate with her? Do they do that in your state, where Secretary of State would debate oh. each other? We'll
3: primary first. Uh, I do have a primary challenger, and then and then we'll go on from
0: there. And you think it would involve a debate directly with her? Well, I would welcome it. Awesome. There you go. So, when is the primary, Tina?
3: Okay, the primary, uh, uh, Sharona. That's the twenty uh, eighth uh, of June. Is that correct?
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll know everything that's happening by the 4th of July. <laughs> okay. By the 4th of July, we'll be rock rolling into the general election. It's Jenna Griswold and your daddy out of Colorado.
0: Yeah, and again, we're losing about every third word now. So it was every oh other God. word. Now it's every third word, so not bad. It is improving. Uh, t- <laughs> Tina, uh, you've been through quite yeah. a bit. There's no doubt about it. Uh, what will be your goals and objectives as Secretary of State? What will be your top goals and objectives?
3: Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's not any uh, surprise that uh, that the the present Secretary of State has gone to extreme measures to silence not only me but others who are exposing the damage that's been done to the public's perception of election integrity. Um, so it should be national news. Uh, not only am I not stopping my fight for Colorado voters as, as a county clerk, I'm now taking the fight to the Capitol in Denver so to be Secretary of
0: State. Are you able to perform your functions now as the county clerk there in Mesa County?
3: Absolutely, except for they still have me locked out of the Elections Department, which is unlawful. And that's, that's, the, that's the point, is that when an elected official can do this to another elected official, they're totally off their chain. They're totally out of bounds. And, um, you know, I feel for the other clerks in the state. I, I feel for the people in this state that are not being allowed to look under the hood to have the transparency that they deserve. Brandon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, we played the disturbing video of what happened to you last week. Do you do you want to comment on that at all? I think this is the first time we've had you on since that happened.
3: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's like the uh, it's it's like you know all, all year long you're waiting to uh, to uh, kick the ball and I'm kicking off this campaign uh, with gangbusters and you know the more they do to me uh, to silence and shut me up and others like me uh, the more I'm determined that the truth is going to get out mm-hmm. and um, you know they they I've been harassed my family's been harassed my friends have been harassed um, you know it, you, it makes you wonder what are they trying to hide?
0: Yeah, what are they trying to hide? Okay, so you've got to go up against, you, you've got a primary. Do you, what do you know about the Republican candidate you're gonna you know go up against in the primary?
3: Uh, well, uh, if, if it's okay to be funded by Zuckerbuck, there you go. There really? You go. Oh yeah. oh yeah.
0: So this this would be one of those uh, rhinos, Republican in name only, apparently.
3: That's right, that's right. She even said to me, she even said, uh, on the news that she would do worse to me than General Griswold did. That's, that's, that's our, yeah. <laughs> so even the Republican party candidate, Pam Anderson, who's willing to appease the left by proclaiming our elections are secure, uh, even as activists are placing their sums on the scales. Uh, so, you know, she's, she's definitely not, uh, in this for election integrity. It's, it, it would be the status quo. Uh, as far as if pam anderson would get in you wouldn't see it you wouldn't see much of a difference than what's going on now except for we believe it would get worse
0: do you believe that the harassments of you will now subside are they going to leave you alone and actually let you now campaign and run for this office
3: no no they'll probably go up uh is what i'm expecting uh but you know what when you tell the truth you don't have to worry about what you said and if they're so afraid of, of of me what is it they're so afraid of me for you know i somebody said i was dangerous well yeah i'm dangerous to the I'm dangerous to their message uh you know to the left i certainly am my message that the republican and democrat voters alike should not move on to the next election without demanding transparency from those in charge of our election and that's a dangerous message to those who want to keep their unfair advantages
0: yeah absolutely um Sharona, uh, tell us a little more about. Well, we have you haven't had a chance really to speak due to the technical issues. But tell us, tell us about Tina Peters in your words.
1: Well, first, I want to make sure you can hear me clearly.
0: We're doing pretty good, pretty good.
1: Um, you know, you make sure to stop. To to cut out. Yeah, it's already cutting out.
0: Yeah, it's already cutting out. I don't know what is going on. You might want to walk outside. Know. You might want to walk outside on the front lawn for Pete's sake.
1: <laughs> I well, mean, I guess um, I will be doing better. I apologize. You sure don't want these. Is
0: getting, that any better? Uh-uh, we're getting about every other word. No. Uh, I'm
1: in,
3: sorry. In, yeah. You know, we cannot let what happened in 2020 become the new normal with voters simply being told by this administration to trust that suspicious data, data handling practices are nothing to worry about. You know nothing to see here, and I'm running to restore that trust and put an end to government overreach in our elections process.
0: Tell me, weaponizing. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. Tell me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Tell me about, tell, weaponizing the political process and the voting process. Absolutely. Tell me about the two other clerks in your state, because it seems like you've been a leader, uh, because two other clerks are now kind of following in your footsteps. Are they not, Tina?
3: That's correct. And it was she's so scared of what's going to come out. She has actually put an edict out that no other clerk can image their machines. Mm. Why is that? What is she trying to hide? Yeah. Yeah. That's Jenna Griswold. She does not She wants she put an edict out that an emergency order and there's no emergency here except for the emergency they're creating by trying to hide the truth from the American people and the people of
0: Colorado. So, are you going to start, uh, I guess, campaigning and moving around the state soon? And if so, where can people find the schedule of when and where you'll be spe- speaking? Can people sponsor meetings with you or coffees in their living room with you? What is going to be your strategy for, for getting to the
4: grassroots?
3: You bet. You bet. We are we're getting up the website now with those kind of, that kind of information. And please, anyone can contact us uh, to come and speak. We want to get the word out that that Colorado has a leader that will step out and not be afraid and pull back the hood from these election machines and the elections. Um, and so I'm going to be in Denver on Saturday. Uh, there's going to be a um, uh, function in Denver, and that'll be you'll be able to see that on my website as well.
0: Tina Peters for com All right, let's try Sharona one more time. We don't give up here, Sharona. Oh, you're calling. <laughs> Logan's calling her on a different line. Let's see what that happens. Okay, oh. let me know when you got her. We'll bring her back in. We don't give up here, folks. We're not going to let technology stop us from hearing from Sharona. Uh, Tina, where are you at uh, with 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 your with your legal situation? I mean, uh, are you you've not been charged with anything, correct? They are trying
3: to. They are harassing me and my friends so much right now, uh, on little things. It's it's just that you know I can't even walk to a coffee shop without being followed and accosted. Um, you know I thought I thought it was bad enough when the FBI raided my home and the homes of of three others and had battering rams. You know and, and actually used the battering ram on Sharona's house and the door was unlocked. For heaven's sake. But. Um, you know, they don't have anything, and they're, tr- they're, they're trying to uh, play this out in the media uh, to make it look like I'm guilty. And, and it's not illegal what I did was, was making the images, so, but they're trying to make me the, uh, uh, you know, the bad guy here, when in fact it, people should be pointing their fingers at, at them. You know, it's not a dispute that faith and the integrity of our elections, of both Democrat and Republican voters, has been undermined. You know, the heavy hand. I mean, it's the heavy hand of progressive activists limiting public access to election results has irrefutably damaged the people's trust that we are truly free and self-governing. This happened under the direction of our current secretary of state.
0: Uh, Someone who's again reported, folks, to be funded by George Soros. Um, Let's try Sharona. Sharona, I think we've now merged you in the call with uh, Tina Peters. You there, Sharona?
1: Yes, sir, I'm here. Can you hear me well now?
0: Clear as a bell. Oh, All right. thank
1: you, Jesus. All, All right. right.
0: All right, so tell me a little bit about your friend, Tina Peters.
1: Well, I tell you, you know, we were acquaintances prior to the canvassing effort in Mesa County, and one thing that you look for in a servant um, you know a representative in your community as someone who will serve the community not become defensive not um, hide under the party but actually really investigate the concerns of the people that they represent and when we started the canvassing effort and uh, after the 2021 municipal election in Grand Junction Clerk Peters made herself available to the people and that's really where I began to grow my respect for her because she was willing to hear it out You know, it's very hard to be a clerk and recorder and have people come to you complaining about the results of an election because you feel that but that's a direct reflection on you, the clerk. And we've seen it time and time again. But Clerk Peters was different. You know, she ran in order to reduce wait times at the DMB. okay? It wasn't a political career. It was, I want to improve things. And so when the people came to her with these complaints, she started to investigate them. And she listened. She really took into consideration the concerns that the people had. And um, from there, you know, I think all of us in this community, it's why we're so vocal. It's why we're so supportive of her. And we are going to continue to stand by her because she has been so ethical, so transparent, and so open to these concerns and addressing them, finding a there if there is one. And I think we can all um, see very, uh, very clearly now that there is a there in Mesa County. And she found that by doing her job thoroughly and effectively. And, in fact, what's fascinating is we have 60 other clerks in Colorado who did not, Um, actually uh, preserve full election logs like they are supposed to. This forensic image that Clerk Peters took was the only way to make sure that all of the um, communication logs were actually secured. Otherwise, they've been deleted by the trusted build that the Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, committed throughout this state. So she's actually one of only a couple of clerks who actually did their job thoroughly. And so here we are um, at this point now where the Secretary of State has gone after her. And I've got to tell you, and I want your listeners to know, this woman is such a fighter that instead of hiding, backing up in a corner, running away, going on a permanent vacation, she doubled and tripled down and is now running against this. Soros-funded Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, who, by the way, America, oversees the entire Democrat Secretaries of State Association, so this is not limited to Colorado. This Secretary of State is setting a precedent for the rest of your your secretaries of state to follow, to go after and criminalize these clerks and recorders who actually are doing the fullness of their job. This is what they are supposed to do, and I really hope that when Clerk Tina Peeners wins and becomes the Secretary of State of Colorado, that she... Um, I don't know that she can mandate it because every county has local control, but that she highly encourages these clerks to do exactly what she did, which is to make a forensic image before every update, before any trusted quote-unquote bill by Dominion Voting Machines um, touches their community, because it was exactly the right thing to do. And her courage, her tenacity, her bravery, it's no wonder she gave birth to a a Navy SEAL.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Uh, She's a gold star mother, a cancer survivor. Uh, She's a fighter. She's a patriot. Mm Um, Tina, what will you do in regards to these voting machines as secretary of state? I mean, these voting machines are are obviously a real problem. We've seen it from the left, whether it's Hacking Democracy, the documentary, or Kill Chain. We've seen even the left at one time was agreeing. What will you do as secretary of state? What can you do as secretary of state when it comes to these machines?
3: Well, Brandon, uh, country service and responsibility means something to me. And I have a duty and a responsibility to stand for truth, uh, justice, and your vote. So, you know, my uh, uh, Sharona mentioned that my son was a Navy SEAL, and he died serving our country.
0: Wow.
3: Wow. So, I will strengthen the checks and balances by following the, the Constitution of Colorado and restoring public trust. And I will put an end to reckless emergency rulings. And that that includes rulings saying you cannot do a forensic image. That is that includes that you have to have more and more drop boxes. Uh, That you know that includes anything that allows for nefarious actors to cheat the people out of their rightful vote. And whatever you know the the um, sorry illegitimacy of these machines has cannot go unchecked. It has to. We have to roll back the hood, and we have to say this, we're going to make this transparent. Make sure that every vote counts, that every person gets to be heard, and not a select few. Uh, not a select few that would like to to select your uh, your. Uh, um, sorry, somebody's coming to the
0: door. You you In other words, you want to see an election, sorry, not I, a selection.
3: That's right. Exactly, and that's what that's what I keep uh, that's what I keep saying. You know, a lot of these leaders are selected, not elected, and that has to stop. And with the second report coming out, it's going to be even more damning, and, and the heat's going to come down, I'm sure, to try to get me to shut up, back up, give up, and I'm just not going to do it, Brandon. Good not for you. going to do it.
0: Good for you, Tina. Tina Peters for TinaPetersForColorado.com. TinaPetersForColorado.com. Closing comment from you, Sharona.
1: Ever, that um, people all across this country are very fully engaged in their local races in their secretary of state races I, I don't think anybody's ever paid attention the way that they're paying attention this election it's always been about the national election the Senate race but this year it is about the secretaries of state because now that we know in your incredible reporting to you that you've done Brandon now that we know there's been this incredible effort to place progressive leftist secretaries of state in office in order to oversee these um, quote selections I, it is more important than ever that the the people are engaged in these elections i'm so proud to be standing up with clerk peters to support her in this race and honestly she's holding all of us up she's giving us hope that there can be something different in our state that we might be able to reclaim our home again and live in freedom once again so i just thank you so much for everything you're doing and clerk peters thank you for standing up for us
0: thank you to both of you thank you tina and thank you sharona thank you to both of you (laughs) thank you so much her website, tinapetersforcolorado.com, and Sharona's is uh, America'sMom.net. Is that right, Sharona? I got that right. Um, America'sMom.net. I think I think that's right. I think that's right, right, Logan? Yeah, America'sMom.net. America'sMom.net. All right. Okay. Hey, we persevered through that, folks. We were not giving up, were we, Logan? No. And we've got Leo already. Waiting in the wings, and we've got Representative Tim Rampton, who's running for governor in Wisconsin, waiting in the wings. They're here. They're already uh, logged in and uh, waiting to be introduced. So we still got a big program and a lot of programming yet to go tonight. We also, of course, will have our news at the top of the hour or at uh, the bottom of the no, yeah, seven o'clock top of the hour. Seven o'clock, we'll have the Worldview Report broadcast, news broadcast. I do every night. I'm just grabbing my calendar. I've got attorney Tom Renz on tonight at 7.30 Central Time. He's going to talk to us about more purging of the U.S. military. They were purging the military initially by anyone that was for America first, right? If you were for the Constitution, patriotism, uh, borders, you know, if you voted for Donald Trump, they were trying to purge the military. Well, attorney Tom Renz will now show us that they are working from his sources inside the DOD and whistleblowers to purge those who are not vaxxed. So apparently while we've got the enemies of America acting up, North Korea, Russia, Iran, China, Venezuela, of course, is letting Hezbollah and Iran make camp there. Uh, of course, we also know from former CIA director, uh, Mike Pompeo at the time, China, uh, Russia, uh, Hezbollah, Iran are all in Venezuela, but we know for a fact that Iran is in a close relationship with Venezuela, and Hezbollah is there coming through uh, Mexico and into America, as we heard from Todd Binsman just a couple weeks ago, uh, at a time when North Korea is shooting off missiles, at a time when Iran is talking about wiping Israel off the face of the earth, at a time when uh, China is saying that war eventually with the U.S. is likely, uh, all of this should think you would think, would have us making sure our military is healthy and strong. No, we're booting out people that are for the Constitution, and we are jabbing them with a experimental gene therapy drug that will likely make them sick or kill them. And now, if they don't want to be sick or killed, we're going to kick them out of the military. You would almost think that whoever's in charge at the White House is actually working for the other side, maybe China. Oh, wait a minute. He is. He was actually put into power, Joe Biden, by... Council for a Livable World, according to the research of many people, including Trevor Loudon, and Biden is a puppet of the communist. That's how he got into the US Senate, apparently, and his son is apparently the bagman for Joe Biden, even as vice president, reportedly having his house remodeled in Delaware with funds from America's enemies. That's reportedly what's happening. So I guess, yeah, we do have an enemy domestically in the White House doing the bidding of America's enemies to destroy the American military and our border and our economy and our national sovereignty. Huh, did you ever think you'd see the day? Well, Tom Rinzell will join me tonight during Brandon House Live. Then I'll be joined by Patrick Wood on transhumanism and some new developments related to transhumanism and technocracy. And then I'll be joined by several, uh, three, three different representatives of the uh, Freedom uh, Truckers Convoy that I guess is being organized right here in the United States of America. Uh, So that's a full uh, slate of things in uh, my 90 minutes, Brandon House Live, 730 to 9 Central. Joining me now is Leo Holman. Leo Homan is a journalist, a researcher, and uh, extraordinaire on those things, by the way, and a close friend. Leo, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us tonight on the Lindell Report. Mike Lindell is out. I'm sitting in for Mike tonight as he's traveling to about three or four different states with important meetings, and uh, so uh, I'm sitting in. Leo, thanks for being with us tonight.
4: Thank you, Brandon, for having me.
0: Well, let's go to uh, a couple of your articles. Here's one right here. you got uh, this one. This is a part two series. Globalists aren't just coming for your cars and your cash. They also want your steaks, your burgers, and your bacon. Talk to me about that. <laughs>
4: Yeah, how did you like that headline?
0: I love it. I, I love bacon, by the way. So does so does uh, Delta. We're both big fans of bacon. So no, you can't have you can't have my bacon, Bill Gates. you Sorry. You, you
4: can hardly afford it anymore. I, I mean,
0: no, it's like it's getting to be quite valuable. It really is. Well, uh, tell yeah. me what what is they're trying to do, Leo?
4: Right. Well, the uh, previous article showed how the globalist World Economic Forum has declared war on your vehicles, your traditional gas-powered vehicles, and also your cash. They want to replace the uh, traditional gas-powered vehicle with ultra-expensive electric self-driving vehicles which collect all sorts of data on the drivers and the owners. Um, everywhere they go, they're being uh, uh, tracked and monitored, and everything's being scooped up. Uh, and, uh, of course, those vehicles are going to become more and more unaffordable. And uh, then we talked about the cash, where the idea is to replace cash with digital programmable money. And, again, what is the purpose? Well, digital Programmable money allows the technocrats to track and trace you everywhere you go, following you uh, to whether you want to go to a pawn shop maybe and pick up a little extra ammo or uh, maybe to a big box store. Wherever you go, they know, and they know exactly what you buy. And once that gets tied in with your vaccine passport, see, then they can shut it off or make your money inaccessible if you uh, so happen to go against the government narrative like we see the truckers doing in Canada. And now the uh, government there, which is run by two World Economic Forum puppets, Justin Trudeau and Chrystia Freeland, who she's the deputy prime minister who made the announcement on Monday that they were going to be what? tracking everybody's bank accounts and everyone who anyone who's given money to the truckers is in danger of having their bank account frozen. So we are seeing how this is going to work out in real time yes, Uh they with are the, yes with the truckers movement now the next thing they want to declare war on is they want to get involved in your personal dietary habits. Uh, meat has been declared. One of the uh, uh, five biggest sins, besides, you know, driving a gas-powered car and spending cash, another one of the top three sins is eating meat. And uh, so what do they want to do? They want to make meat more and more expensive, which we see that's happening, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, they want to... put you on some sort of quota for uh, your weekly meat allotment. But we found an extremely interesting uh, Oxford Union debate where this lunatic leftist is arguing from the position of the World Economic Forum and the United Nations that meat is evil. And we get an inkling as to besides just making meat more expensive, how they're also going to run a propaganda campaign against meat eaters. Can you show this video clip? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Logan, come give me some audio. We'll show this clip. Here's a, gra- a
0: unique graphic, though, you've got with your article because Bill Gates is actually talking about um,
4: putting in creating synthetic meat, correct? Absolutely. At the same time, he's buying up U.S. farmland, you know, uh, like it's going out of style and uh, not telling us what his plans are for that farmland, uh, we can only surmise that he plans to take that land out of commission, uh, whether it be um, you know, grazing cattle or pigs or chickens. He takes that land off the market. He starts, after a while, what? To create a market for his fake meat. As less real meat gets delivered to market, he comes out with his fake meat. And he is uh, supposedly... Uh, going to get this. He has said that he's going to have it ready to go into supermarkets by the end of this year. Uh, I can hardly wait. How about you, Brandon, to get oh, a taste of some oh. of that fake meat? Oh, yummy, yummy. Now, here's the, <laughs> here, here, here's the video. This is
0: the video on where the woman says that eating meat is sexist. Is that the video? Yes. Yeah, well, if that's the case, I'm definitely a sexist. But here we go.
2: I believe we should move beyond all meat. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? (laughs) 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens. Sexy fishes. OK,
0: wait a minute. Really? Where, where, where? Who is this woman hanging out with? I've never yeah. heard of sexy cows or chickens or pigs. This woman's whacked, in my opinion. <laughs>
4: I think I think uh, the majority of Americans would agree with you. So you're not well, I, I mean a... I
0: mean finish the video, but go ahead and comment, because we, we definitely want to hear more of her, because she's obviously so yeah. intelligent. Well,
4: yeah. yeah, just so far, she's called you a sexist, a racist, and a colonialist, if you like meat. OK, continue. <laughs> Wow,
0: are you sure she's not an alien? Her 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 uh, jacket there looks like she ought to She just stepped off of a spacecraft with Buck Rogers or something. I don't know. She looks a little reptilian to she me. Does. <laughs> she does. She does. She does. She does. All right, here we go. Let's, let's let's keep gaining. By the way, isn't it ironic the guy right behind her is wearing a leather jacket? Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't even catch that, yeah.
0: <laughs> The guy right behind her is wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> oh, a sexist pig. Here we go, yeah, right. here we go.
2: Who all just want to have fun. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat. And eating animals is its protection racket.
0: <laughs> protection racket for misogyny. And, and, and masculinity is a construct. Really? Let's see. Let's see, crazy lady. Because I think that's what you are. You're demented. You're debased. You're a Romans 1 fool. Uh, let's see. In the beginning, God created, and he made them male and female. Uh, no, I don't think masculinity is a uh, construct. <laughs> what a nut job. Oh, you know, they say liberalism is a mental disorder. This, this is, this is wow.
4: This lady has a severe case of it. I think so, too.
0: I mean, this is our opinion, so we're entitled to it. So uh, if she wants to come on and defend herself, uh, it would be a waste of our brain cells, but we, it would be entertaining, and she's welcome. <laughs> Um, she'd probably be a hoot to interview. Let's keep listening because we're all getting stupider by the minute I, I don't listening think to her.
4: I don't think she has a very good sense of humor though. No, she Brandon. really doesn't. Do I think she dete- suffers you... from a, suffers from a really bad self esteem, probably. Yeah, I don't I don't detect any humor in her delivery there. <laughs> no, I still don't
0: know where sexy chickens and cows and pigs come from. Right, I've never right. never heard that. Okay. But here we go. Where where is she from, by the way? I have no idea. Where is this woman from? It's overseas somewhere. It's got to be. Look, like...
4: no, I, I think she's American. Are you serious? Yes, it, it, I have her name. I have her name in the article. Uh, Carol, Carol something. Uh, uh, let's, let's see.
0: Some uh, Jill, Jill. Google this woman's
4: name. Where,
0: where is she? Oh Carol, wait, wait, wait. She Carol was a- Adams. No, of course she was presentation before the Oxford Union Society. It's
4: right in your article. Right. Right. Oh my word, Oxford. Carol- Carol Adams, Oxford. Yes. Oxford but, Union Society. Oh. But I don't. But I don't gather that she's
0: British by her, her accent. Oh no, uh, I don't think so. I don't either. But wowza. Okay, let's continue listening to this uh, wit and wisdom here.
2: White supremacists weapon weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy, and the baiting huh? of liberals.
0: Wait a minute. What did she just say? I think we gotta back that one up a little bit. Hang on. Right. So eating now, meats, if let's see, she- back up. What did she say? This
2: weapon weaponized it. Well, well, it's always under threat, and eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy, and the.
0: Okay. Meat, eggs, and dairy was
4: weaponized by the white supremacists. Right. Okay, lady. <laughs> so, so now you can add that to the uh, scurrilous uh, list. Of things that you are, if you eat meat or or eggs or dairy, you are now a sexist, racist, colonialist, and a white supremacist.
0: <laughs> so this woman doesn't eat meat or eggs. So what does that call when you don't eat anything like that? Eat, eat anything. She that... she
4: would be total vegan. Yeah, total vegan. That's right. Not not just vegetarian, but vegan.
0: Yeah. Well, that might explain why she looks malnourished, in my opinion. But here we go. She looks very. You mean she, she,
4: you don't think she looks healthy? No, she
0: needs a, she definitely needs a big, juicy, fat hamburger. (laughs) She she needs some serious protein. I mean, the fat running off the hamburger when they bring it out. Right. (laughs) Here we go. Let's keep getting more of this. This uh, This is torture. Yeah. (laughs) I still can't get over the guy wearing the leather jacket sitting right behind her. I mean, give me a break. But who knows? Maybe it's plastic. Maybe that's like that cheap. You
4: know, yeah, like, it's probably fake leather. Fake yeah.
0: leather, yeah, here we go. ...of
2: liberal men as so-called soy boys wait, 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 eggs what? and dairy. And the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging.
0: Even the crowd was laughing.
4: Now, were they laughing at her or with her? I'm not sure. I wondered the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, soy boys. <laughs> you mean like Justin Trudeau? Exactly, right. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, let's keep going.
2: Boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging.
4: To say you care about it, animals—it's a is
0: neo-Nazi messaging. So if you call someone a soy boy, you're now a neo-Nazi. You caught that, right?
4: right? Yes. Add that to the list. Add Neo that to the Nazi. list. <laughs> yeah. okay,
2: considered a sign go- of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortion. Wait a minute. What about the gender binary? The neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. Holy
0: cow. Can we do a <laughs> wide shot? I mean, come on. Can we do a wide shot? I care about animals. Holy cow. My dog gets treated the most better than most kids in America. I am not kidding. This woman's out of her stinking mind. Give me a break. <laughs> what would she say about that? I mean, my word.
2: Meat eaters, like anti-abortionists, have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence.
4: What? What? She lost She lost me there. Yeah. Hang on. Let's do that one again.
2: Meat eaters, like anti-abortionists, have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So she even had she even had to get her pro-abortion message in there. That's exactly right. She sure did. Uh huh. Oh yeah.
2: When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas, or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: a so stitch they, they you know what laughing. we need to they we need to laughing. invite her to we need to throw a party, invite her and invite her to join us. She'd be a stitch Wouldn't yeah, let's though? invite her Logan says we should invite her to our next family barbecue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She'd right. be welcome to come here to the mid south where we love to eat pork, lots we of meat, do. lots of pork, lots of oh man, we'll take her out to our favorite southern barbecue.
4: oh yeah, good Memphis
0: barbecue. <laughs> you've had some of it, you know what I'm talking about right. Oh gosh. Oh, I wish I could keep this one going. This is hilarious. Let me go back. Uh, let me go back now to your article. This is at leohoman.com by the way, if you want to read the rest of it. And then you've got one other up here. Let's see. Uh, what Americans and Westerners should learn from Canada's digital crackdown on freedom. You've kind of made reference to that. I mean, this is a dry run. Yeah. All the, all these people that are thinking when we try to tell them about diversification, learning about news, numismatic, but, uh, gold and silver coins that are 1933 and older, that's known as numismatic. And by law, you have its privacy. So by law, you could actually buy numismatic coins, 1933 and older, and they don't know you got it. And you you wonder why more and more Americans are trying to find ways to legally shield what they have from a government looking to steal
4: what they have because they're conservatives and Christians. Absolutely, Brandon. We are seeing... uh, really the triggering of global tyranny here and how they plan to set the trap for people. Uh, they will antagonize you, terrorize you, call you everything they can think of, like this woman in the video, uh, Justin Trudeau did the same thing. What did he do? He called his own people who were out there compl- you know, protesting vaccine mandates, he called them Nazis. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, he's acting like a Nazi, and uh, 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 you know, triggering the Emergencies Act, with which is a law in the books that has not been triggered in forty some years. Uh, <clears throat> what did Hitler do? He invoked Article Forty Eight in Germany, the same type of law, emergency act law. Uh, giving him total power over the people. Yep. This is what this is what Trudeau is now done in Canada. He's taking it right out of the book of the Nazi party. Uh and then going on to uh uh project his sins onto the people saying they're Nazis. It's it's unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. There's more at leohoman.com,
0: leohoman.com. And see if you can dig up any more clips of Carol Adams, she's a hoot. We need to have her, uh, her clips back on. She's, she's the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Leo. leohoman.com, it's been on the screen. I hope you'll check out his website. He's a great research journalist and columnist. We love having him on. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Brandon. All right, joining me now is State Representative Tim Ramthon, who just announced this past Saturday, he's running for governor. He's got some breaking news. Governor of Wisconsin, by the way. He's got some breaking news for us tonight. Tim, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you. Mike Lindell is traveling tonight. I'm sitting in. So uh, thank you for joining me tonight. We've got to have you unmute mute yourself. Are you there? Still, Sorry. Th- there you I go.
5: Did pick up any of that background noise while you were having that vegan discussion? Yeah. There,
0: but, so I, boy, that, you know you're in a state where they got all kinds of dairy cows. You know, you got dairy cows and meat and I, white milk I, and I, eggs. I,
5: I, I took great offense to that article. In fact, if you have anything like that on again, uh, reschedule me, okay? I don't want to <laughs> be around.
0: Yeah, but because you're not going for the farmer vote or anything, are you?
5: Well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, farmers are the salt of the earth, and they're my they're my favorite of all time. But uh, no, I thought that segment was interesting. I don't know if you lose uh, listeners and viewers or gain them, uh, but let's uh, let's pick me at a different time next time. But anyway, um, I, I do have a couple, three things to tell you. First of all, uh, in particular order, a, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jonathan Whitman had announced for governor uh, quite a while ago. In fact, when they were doing a recall for Evers uh, 18, 19, 20 months ago, he... Yes. Yeah. kind of threw in and was kind of, kind of involved. And, and a uh, long story short, um, I got to know this guy a little bit here the past uh, few weeks. And, uh, when I announced he decided that he would, um, uh, change his focus from governor to lieutenant governor. So he put out a public statement probably about a half an hour ago stating that he was going to uh, move his campaign focus and his interests to lieutenant governor. Uh, he's a good man. He's got a good heart and, um, uh, he definitely would be um, helpful to uh, governance in the state of Wisconsin in any way, shape, or form. So, so, just...
0: so, so your state already knows who could be the governor and lieutenant governor.
5: Well, um, you could speculate anything like that uh, that you would like, but I, I know that this gentleman um, realizes that uh, this action is probably the best thing for the state. It does qualify um, a level of unity that we need in this state, And he's a good person. Now there's other candidates running for that position as well, and they're good people too. But I got to give props to Mr. Wickman for making a very uh, mature and very sound decision. And uh, we, we, uh, I think we're going to be better off for it. As tell us his name again, Jonathan Wickman, W-I-C-H-M-A-N-N, and it's uh, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, I believe. Maybe it's O-N. I don't know.
0: Now I've got a press release here that was put up by your office, February sixteenth. That's today, correct?
5: Yes, sir. yes, sir. All by right. the way, I want, to, I want to add one comment to uh, some goodness about my campaign. Uh, Seth Keschel came out uh, right after that, by the way, and endorsed me as well. So he's a good man, and Seth is behind me hundred percent. And I did send you his uh, post, his press release uh, to your text message, so you have that of, of Seth Keschel. So excellent. Uh, yeah, so you're, I you're, did. You're, put out-
0: you're, uh, you're racking up the endorsements.
5: Well, I, you know, and it's funny. I don't, I don't ask for them. Um, I'm glad they're coming. Uh, I, I, all I really want is the boat. I got to get the message out so the people know that I am the real deal and I'm, I'm the person who's going to bring truth and transparency and justice to issues we have in our state. So uh, just, I'm just beginning the fight. I just launched it officially last Saturday. So what, three business days ago? And uh, we're, we're, we're cruising pretty good right now. But, Absolutely. but back to your question, sir, so we can get this taken care of. Uh, yeah, today we had campaign and elections had a, a hearing today, and they brought in the Wisconsin Election Commission Administrator, Megan Wolf. And long story short, and I was between uh, uh, committees as well, and I wasn't able to address the full breadth of, of the uh, conversations that were being held in that committee. But I'll tell you something. These people don't seem to realize that the database used in the elections for our state are fraudulent. They're broken. They're they're dysfunctional. They're not right, and they're at the core of the fraud and and the, and the uh, illegalities that occurred in our state. And they don't seem to want to admit that they need to get it corrected. So I put out a press release basically saying we need to audit this, clean it up right now before it's used for any other election. Now we have a, a spring prime, our spring general coming up here, spring election on, on April 5th. That's true. But the urgency of the necessity to do this is right now. And if it means we got to do it before April 5th, fine, but we darn well better do it before November's uh, election because. This database is not right. There are 7.1, almost 7.2 million names in there, and only 3.3 million people on average vote, and only 4.2, 4.5 roughly are eligible to vote. There was extraneous data in there. It's not correct data. They've got deceased people still listed in there. The list goes on and on, and, and that's enough of this. So we got to get, get aggressive on this database and clean it up yesterday, so that's what the press release is. So you're I've calling some...
0: for, you, you state, I request an immediate independent request for a proposal to obtain a vendor that can perform a forensic audit of the entire Wisconsin vote database.
5: Yeah, R F request for proposal RFPs, you, you reach out to subject matter expert vendors and you ask them, here's what you have for your task. What do you think it would cost? You get some, some input so you can make an informed decision, but getting somebody in here independent to audit this information is overdue. and should have happened a long time ago. If I would have been uh, the prosecutor for this, if I would have been speaker, if I would have been governor, in fact, if I would have been the, the chair of the campaign committee, I would have pushed this thing a lot harder, a lot sooner, and it didn't get done. And here we are in the 11th hour, running out of time, which is what they wanted to do for quite a while, Now will run off the clock, right? So... It's time to start getting a little uh, more assertive, at least from my perspective. I've been assertive and aggressive. It's uh, I'm going to turn up the dial. And I got something else very concerning to tell you as well that happened this afternoon after this, my press release. I was informed that uh, many of the remaining election-related bills submitted into the Wisconsin legislature were assigned to a committee by the name of State Affairs. They weren't assigned to the Campaign and Elections Committee. They were assigned to an, a committee that's irrelevant to the subject matter of of campaign and elections and it went to state affairs and and the inside uh, skinny on that committee and if anybody from the legislature is watching um good i'm glad you are but everybody knows that if you want bills to go someplace and die you put them in state affairs so and i believe uh, several of those bills are mine now i just just happened within the last hour and a half I'm going to get a list of the bills that I've submitted for legislative action, and I'm going to see what those are. I'll be doing another press release tomorrow to call out that injustice. And I'm also going to do a press release, my first one, on that subject on my gubernatorial uh, uh, page as well. Excellent. So we're going to really hit it hard. Uh, this is uh, deflection. This is denial. This is obstruction. This is uh, just another one of those things that keeps the people of Wisconsin and the nation, ever looking in, into their elections, to get the answers they need to get justice and closure. It's obstruction on top of obstruction, on top of obstruction, and I am done with it.
0: Good for you. So tell me what you know about ERIC. Tell, I mean, I know you know about it, we've talked about it. Tell us what ERIC stands for, it's in 31 states, because I got a phone call yesterday from someone very, very involved in their state, and they're informing me that they're, the state of Iowa is about to join on to ERIC. And I, oh. I said to the individual, I said, "Oh, really? Uh, you got to be kidding me!" So the Republicans, I think, basically control Iowa. I think the Republicans basically control the. You know, I know you got a Republican I, I, governor. I'm pretty sure they control Iowa uh, in the House and the Senate. And you're going you guys are gonna jump into this program. I said, "You, you are you aware that the, I think it's 31 states that do this?" I said, "Do you realize what a mess this is?" I said, "Kiss Iowa goodbye." And this person is rather rather high up in in uh the uh public policy arena of uh uh and 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 picking candidates and running candidates in in that state i say you if you got if republicans do this to themselves they're committing political suicide kiss iowa goodbye if they follow yeah. through what say you
5: i, I, I don't remember the acronym uh, uh but i will tell you that eric is supposed to be an application that it, it, to keep the databases clean and and organized and structured and it's doing just the opposite and it's it's Sharing the data all over the place—it's it, actually a, a, a Swiss cheese, if you would, as far as getting information. this is personal data, uh, license, driver, driver's license-related information about people, and it's getting out public and it's national. And then you wonder why there's identity theft going on in our nation as well. But I got to get a hold of somebody from Iowa first thing tomorrow, and and see what i can do to put the brakes on that that's a bad move i put a bill out on tuesday morning which is probably one of the bills that got assigned to state affairs to actually pull away from the contract with eric and dissolve it and have wisconsin get away from eric so uh, I, I need to get that bill in front of me and get a give somebody in iowa a call and uh, see what i can do to take care of that that's yeah, bad news
0: because it, it, it is possible i mean correct me if i'm wrong but it's possible that these phantom voters could be coming from that system which is why we see People vo- voting and being in the rolls voting who are from another state because I think in, in in the Maricopa county audit in Arizona we found people voting from other states in Maricopa county. It could be coming off these rolls where they're grabbing phantom voters, true or
5: false all, all of that it, it's a it's an allowance for additional corruption of the data and that's what's driving the ballots the ghost ballots, the phantom ballots. Um, This is uh, bad news on steroids, and so uh, I'd like to see all the states pull out of it and dissolve it. And Megan Wolf is the administrator for the Wisconsin Election Commission, and she just became president of that organization about a month ago.
0: Oh, wow. All right, well... I, I'm, I'm glad you spoke to that issue. Okay, well, thank you for what you continue to do and for uh, congratulations on the increase in uh, endorsements. And hope folks will visit the website, ranthamforgovernor.com, ranthamforgovernor.com. Thank you, Representative Rantham, for being on again tonight.
5: As always, look forward to seeing you soon. Bye, sir.
0: Thank you, Tim. All right, there you go. What a great show. Three guests tonight, and we got to laugh a little bit, all right? You know, we got to laugh a little bit. Can you believe it? If you eat eggs and bacon and meat... Uh, you're a racist, a sexist, a misogynist, and maybe even a Nazi? Are you kidding me? I mean, this is ridiculous. All right, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy what's happening. Can you believe it? It's, 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 you couldn't make this stuff up, but here we are. All right, we're going to go to the news, top of the hour, my worldview report. There's a team of us that put that together every day. It takes about 18 man hours when we grab all the news, collect all the news. And then all the graphics and B-roll footage and everything, it's, it's quite a professional newscast. It's the only national newscast, nightly, nightly, national conservative worldview newscast. You won't find another one. You will not find another conservative, nightly, worldview newscast in America. You won't. So I hope you'll stay tuned for that. If you appreciate what we're doing here at Lindell TV, we do need your support. Please go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code L77. Giza Dream Sheets for as low as $39.99, $39.99, you guys are all, there she is, look at her, stretch right up there, and that lady says that somehow I'm a sexist or something, like I don't love dogs or animals, what she say about not loving animals, I mean come on, look at her though, she's really quite comfortable. You can tell it's getting warmer here in the Mid-South because she starts moving off the bed onto the cold wood floor. Uh, anyway, we do need your support. Uh, Giza Dream Sheets, thirty-nine ninety-nine plus Mike's book, L77. The pet beds, uh, sheets, towels, blankets, all kinds of great stuff. Go there, uh, mypillow.com. Use the promo code L77. Mike is traveling tonight, and he is uh, going to be in like three or four states over the next uh, few days. Uh, we've got some special programming. We'll be broadcasting him speaking live from Atlanta, Georgia, uh on uh friday will be broadcast friday friday sometime around 11 o'clock or so we'll let you know we'll be broadcasting i think him speaking in ohio on friday so again uh stay tuned here for breaking news on lindell tv uh as we actually have a cameraman uh embedded with him this will be the first trip we've ever had a cameraman embedded with him and so that's gonna be fun we got a camera a cameraman literally embedded with mike lindell that that's that's gonna be a blast for that guy right So we'll keep up with Mike's schedule if we can. And uh, we'll let you know when he can come back. But he's busy. But we're going to catch up with him, with our cameraman embedded with him. All right. So do support MyPillow.com. Use the promo code L77. The news comes up top of the hour. Thanks so much for watching Lindell TV. I'm Brandon House in for Mike Lindell. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.